The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose in studio this morning. Uh, Nice to be back up here and not too bad of a ride in this morning as well. Let's start at the National Weather Service. Meteorologist John Hitchcock is joining us. You guys have got to be pretty weather weary, I'm thinking. But John, first, is the lake effect shut off for now? Yeah, good morning, Susan. Yeah, it's been a busy week for us between the the couple of high wind events we had and then the two huge lake effect events. But uh, today the wind is going to be out of the northeast, so it's 180 degrees different than it has been the last three days. So that takes Lake Erie out of play and Lake Effect snow out of play for today. All right. What about the snow totals? Everybody's talking about it. It's, it's been a heck of a week, but they were two separate snowstorms. How are you measuring them? Yeah, they were. So we, the first event was over the weekend. Then we had about a 24-hour break where we didn't see uh, much, if any, snow. Then the second event kicked in on Tuesday and continued through yesterday. Uh, so totals for that second event that started Tuesday Uh, Looks like the highest so far, uh, just over 37 inches in West Seneca. Uh, We had quite a few reports of 20 to 24 inches from South Buffalo uh, through Lackawanna, Elma, Orchard Park, Hamburg. So all of those nearby south towns had uh, around two feet with a localized max of about three feet in West Seneca. How about today? Is it going to be a lot easier today? Much easier today. We have widespread light snow, but it will stay very light. We only expect an inch or two of accumulation through the day. Uh, maybe another inch or so tonight for most of the area. There will be a little bit more down in Chautauqua County. Uh, We have a winter weather advisory there that runs from today all the way through Saturday night. They're expecting two to four inches today and this evening, and another two to four inches of lake effect uh, for later Saturday and Saturday night. But that's the only place that we'll see any appreciable lake effect snow over the weekend is way down uh, in Chautauqua County, not near Buffalo. All right, good to hear that. Any concerns at all about weather for Sunday's Bills game, or what should we expect Sunday? We'll still have a few leftover light lake effect snow showers, mainly in the southern tier and maybe well northeast of Buffalo Sunday morning. Uh, Then pretty strong high pressure builds in the area, so we should be dry through the afternoon and into Sunday night. Uh, Relatively light winds and uh, typical uh, typical winter temperatures in the 20s for Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. So a pretty nice day overall. And it appears, John, that a warm-up is coming next week. Yeah, our one-week blast of winter exits on Sunday. Uh, We had some warmer weather returning next week. Uh, Tuesday, we might still have a little snow coming in on the leading edge of the warm air that will probably change to rain at some point later Tuesday. And then we very well could be in the 40s by Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Could that bring any problems with all the snow? No, there's really no concern for flooding. Uh, Any rain we get will be light and temperatures in the 40s will be a a very slow gentle melt so no concern for flooding at all all right john thank you again you guys have been great to us and we appreciate all the information have a good day yeah you're welcome susan have a good day that's john hitchcock meteorologist at the national weather service here in buffalo it's 23 degrees of Very light snow is falling over western New York this morning. The city of Buffalo began moving into hard-hit neighborhoods in South Buffalo, Kaisertown, and the old First Ward overnight. They're towing vehicles and clearing streets curb to curb and then towing the vehicles back. Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia. Uh, Unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, cars that are buried under several feet of snow and have been plowed in. We certainly understand that that is uh, too much for a lot of people to shovel out. So a tow truck may be pulling your car out. If you see your car being pulled out, 
We are absolutely going to let you take the car once it is safe to do so. You can drive that car out of there, but please do not run into the street. Do not run in front of the tow truck. Be mindful that there are very heavy pieces of equipment that are out there. You can get people's attention. There will be DPW supervisors that are out on foot while around this equipment. You can certainly call out to wave somebody down. The tow truck will allow you to take that car and get it off of the street. This is all being done in an effort to clear your street from curb to curb to get all of the snow out of there. This is happening at no additional cost to residents. The town of West Seneca, meanwhile, considered to be the epicenter of the back-to-back lake effect storms. WBEN's Brayton Wilson has more as the town continues to clean up from about six feet of snow. West Seneca Town Supervisor Gary Dixon expected snow totals from the back-to-back lake effect snowstorms that struck his town to potentially reach around 80 inches after 65 inches of snow had already fallen through Wednesday. According to some estimates early Thursday, West Seneca had received more than six feet of snow over the course of both storms, and that was before the snow had ceased to fall. While the snow totals may have been a bit unexpected, especially when as much as three feet of snow fell late Tuesday night and into Wednesday morning. Dixon says the town continued to roll with the punches. We've got a very, very experienced and capable highway department who works very well with our emergency manager and with uh, the police department and the fire companies to make sure that things get handled to keep everybody safe. Dixon says there were a couple of key lessons learned from last year's major snowstorms that have greatly assisted in the town's response to this round of lake effect snowstorms. One of those was an upgrade to purchase new tracks for one of the town's police vehicles on hand. They take the time off and they put four tracks on and it's awesome. You know, it can go anywhere. That was like $15,000 and well worth it. So, you know, that was something that we did as a direct result of last year. Even residents of West Seneca were caught off guard by the nature of the back-to-back snowstorms to hit the town. It seems like this thing parked over the top of us and never moved. That was John who was snow blowing out his driveway. As for resident Scott Burt, even living down a dead-end street, he's been happy with the town's response to the storm as plows were able to get down his road enough to get residents out. I've been out a couple days not during the travel ban but i've been able to get out you know we went to a restaurant connor's a couple days ago just to mingle with people and not just go nuts in the house all the time more from west seneca on thursday is available for you online brayton wilson wben.com news all right thanks brayton the bills are putting out a call for shovelers to get the stadium ready for sunday anyone over 18 or with working papers if you're under 18, interested in shoveling, should show up to Highmark Stadium beginning around 2 o'clock this afternoon. The rate of pay, $20 an hour. Those interested in shoveling must have proper photo ID to work, and you're also asked to bring your own shovel if possible. Well, it is the most anticipated game in years for the Bills. Facing the Chiefs in the divisional round at home, this moment is not lost on Josh Allen. You know, they've been at the, the top of the mountain. They know what it takes to get there. Um, you know, we've we've yet to do that. And again, as a as a competitor, as a player, um, to be in a situation like this is something that you, you dream about. You know, it, you really do. And um, I know guys on this team are are have been waiting for this moment for a long time. And, uh, you know, to think about how far we've come, you know, even from seven, eight weeks ago to where we are now to have an opportunity to to host a game. Uh, against you know they've, they've won two championships in the last couple of years um you know you can't be helped but be excited for that said it's going to take everyone to beat them and speaking of the chiefs there is a chiefs backer bar in buffalo it's casey's in black rock we've paid them a visit before when the bills have played at arrowhead well wb Ian's max ferry visited them yesterday as the chiefs are coming 
to Bill's country. While some Kansas City Chiefs fans are making the long trek to Highmark Stadium on Sunday to watch their team face off against the Buffalo Bills for another playoff matchup, some Chiefs fans are located right here in western New York. Vinny Garofalo, who has been a Chiefs fan since the later days of Joe Montana, operates the only Chiefs backer bar in western New York, Casey's Black Rock on Amherst Street. Honestly, I'm happy that the Chiefs are finally here in the playoffs. I think the narrative has been the Bills having to travel to Arrowhead like so often that uh, it's nice to see a change of pace. It's nice to see them in the white jerseys for once. This is Patrick's first road playoff game, so I think it'll be a good game. Kickoff is at 6.30 p.m. on Sunday, and the bar will be open, but Garofalo will not be in town. Prior commitments with, with my family have... Uh, have taken me to Puerto Rico this weekend for an anniversary trip. So I will not be uh, I will not be at the bar, but I will be watching. You best believe I've already researched which place I'll be watching the game at for sure. You can hear the full conversation at WBEN.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right. Interesting. Don't have too great of a time over there. I don't think, you know, I think we'll be... Uh... We'll be celebrating at the stadium and all over with the rest of Western New York. I don't know a vacation that I would have planned that wouldn't have been canceled for this game. I, that is kind of funny. I also wouldn't have made plans during when the playoffs were supposed to be. Yeah. What kind of a football fan is he? I know. Right? I'm, I'm starting to question his Kansas City fandom. Huh. All right. Well, I'm better that he's a Chiefs fan than a Bills fan. That's right. right. That's right. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. A general light snow today. We're all going to pick up about 1 to 4 inches of accumulation. Low 20s this morning will be in the teens this afternoon. Tonight, some more light snow. Another inch or two with overnight lows near 10. And then as we head into Saturday, scattered snow showers, highs in the teens, partly sunny mid-20s on Sunday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Chris Brown will be on the call Sunday on WGR for the most anticipated Bills home game in years. He's with us now on the Trocair College Live Line. Chris, I want to start with the signing of a punter this week, Matt Hawk, a name who's familiar to Bills fans. He hasn't punted in a game in a while, and he's going to be thrust into chilly weather this weekend. Is there concern about the punting game? Uh, I don't think there's a concern if Hawk has to play. Uh, Sam Martin has not been ruled out yet, and he actually practiced on a limited basis yesterday. So we're going to have to keep an eye on Martin's participation today and then what his game status is for Sunday. Um, Hamstring injuries can vary in severity. So we'll have to just see what his game status is later this afternoon when the injury report, the final one of the week, comes out. Um, But Hawk is an experienced veteran player. He played here for the Bills and was their punter in 2021. So more importantly, he has operational familiarity with the kicking operation, namely with Reed Ferguson and Tyler Bass, who were here when he was. So I think they were just looking for someone who's done it before with those two. So if he's called upon, he'll be ready. Got it. All right. The Bills have a laundry list of injuries. Rasul Douglas said a few days ago that he feels 100 percent, but then he didn't have a full practice yesterday. How are the Bills looking health-wise, and what players to you are the most concerning? Yeah, I think Terrell Bernard is the most concerning injury. You don't have your starting middle linebacker, who was your leading tackler, had six and a half sacks, led the team in fumble recoveries. Uh, he's, He's got crooked numbers in every defensive category you can think of and has had a great season in his first year as a starter running the defense. If you don't have him, that is unquestionably a loss and he has not yet practiced this week. So we'll have to see how today goes. 
And then after that, I think you're hoping that Rasul Douglas and Tyrell Dotson can get back after missing last week's game. If you can get those two players back at corner and linebacker, two positions that have been hit by injury, I think that would help mitigate some of the losses. And then Taron Johnson, you're crossing your fingers and toes that he can get out of concussion protocol and play that all-important nickel corner spot. He has been practicing this week, but he's wearing a red non-contact jersey. He's in step four of the five-step return-to-play protocol. Provided testing goes well today, tomorrow after activity, you're hoping he can get final medical clearance to play on Sunday. Right. Um, The Bills didn't, to my knowledge, sign a linebacker this week, so they must be expecting someone to come back, right? Yeah, I would think they're hoping on Dotson. Um, you know, you have A.J. Klein, obviously. Um, Balen Spector hasn't really practiced. He went out with a back injury after he recovered the fumble that wasn't called a fumble. I won't get into that. But, um, yeah, so I, I think they're expecting one of them to be back up uh, because they don't have another linebacker on the practice squad besides A.J. Klein. So Klein would be the call-up, assuming, you know, they're still down in numbers, which I think we anticipate they will be. But but beyond that, I think they're they're hopeful that they won't be having any more subtractions from the lineup. So yeah, I, I think the odds are that Dodson is back, which is good. What is Gabe Davis's status? I mean, it seems like there's a storyline there with the four touchdown game he had in that 13 seconds game at Arrowhead. Yeah, that'll be a popular topic of conversation, especially well whether he plays or whether he doesn't play. Um, but yeah, he has not practiced yet this week either. And the bills have not described the nature of his knee injury. Although some national reporters called it a PCL injury, which is the posterior cruciate ligament, the one that runs behind the knee, uh, you know, whether it's sprained, strained, whatever, uh, we don't know. And so we're just kind of the victims of what his availability in practice is. And he hasn't practiced at all this week. So, I don't know if he's going to get back in time either, um, but I will say this. The diversity of Buffalo's passing game has looked as good as it ever has all season long. So fortunately, the emergence of players like Dalton Kincaid and Khalil Shakir have kind of mitigated that loss. So the Bills have just been extraordinarily resourceful this year in the face of injury, both on defense and on offense. You know, after the Dolphins game, Josh Allen said that knowing that they had already clinched a playoff spot took some of the pressure off the team going into Miami. Now, if Houston beats Baltimore tomorrow, does it put more pressure on the Bills, knowing that if they win, they'll be hosting the AFC Championship? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I I think, if anything, I'm just trying to think about this as a player, I think it would give them more incentive to win because now you have the opportunity to host the AFC title game. Um, So I I feel like it's more incentive, but really this team has had tunnel vision since they had to go on this five-game winning streak at the end of the season. They only focus on what is directly in front of them. Obviously that game is played tomorrow, so they will know before they take the field on Sunday what their situation is. But I think Sean McDermott has done an extraordinary job of just getting the players to focus on the task at hand because that game means absolutely nothing if you don't take care of the one in front of you. 
I don't sense pressure with this team. I, I sense a resolute focus and a commitment to getting the job done. I mean, Ed Oliver was asked the other day about, you know, all these injuries on defense and how are you going to overcome it? He goes, when have we had a week where we haven't had this? We just go play. We don't care about that stuff because we know we have backups that can take care of the job. So confident team uh, going into this weekend. And, you know, I think this is, this is a Chiefs team that they finally want to vanquish and get over the hump and get one step further in the playoffs by getting past that team. Yeah, so does everybody else. I mean, last week's game was electric. What are you thinking about Sunday night after the challenge of shoveling out the stadium with even more snow this time? Yeah, I think the advantage here is they're going to get a two-day run-up to take care of snow removal. And just knowing our crew at One Bills Drive, when you give them that much time without interruption, you know, with travel bans and such, I expect that they should get it done pretty effectively, um, both in the lots and in the stadium. You know, the lots, I mean, it looks like Grand Central Station the last couple of days with dump trucks just hauling snow off the campus uh, in the lots. And I would anticipate that the same has been happening inside the stadium. Uh, They made the call for snow shovelers yesterday. I think they got to be out there by 2 p.m., which not coincidentally is when practice is over in the stadium for the team. because they usually practice in the stadium on Fridays. But, yeah, I anticipate that, you know, with minimal snow coming, right, I heard your forecast before I came on, uh, they should be able to handle things this weekend. Yeah, they, they do. We do get a weather break, which is really needed. All right, Chris, we'll be listening Sunday night. Thanks for All joining right. me. Appreciate it. That's Chris Brown. He'll be on the call on WGR The Game. Everybody knows, 6.30 on Sunday night. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.